The podcast you are listening to is part of the Between the Lines Studios Network. To find more great podcasts, please visit www.betweenthelinestudios.com. podcast the podcast where we talk about elementary episode by episode and today we're talking about the finale which is actually two episodes but they were shown together so it counts <laughs> <laughs> uh and i'm tabs and i'm naomi huge spoiler shock uh yeah moriarty is irene yes i i i am I've seen this episode, I think, three times in in preparation for, we're going to record tonight. Oh, wait. We're going to record tonight. Oh, wait. And I still, I'm I'm just still reeling over that fact. Yeah. I, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I still, I mean, it's been, it's been a while that I've lived with it since I've seen the thing and I still am in shock and I'm still not sure what I think about all of that. I mean, for the way that the story was going, it's perfect. Yes. Because here's Sherlock doing this whole clean up his act because of how, you know, devastated he was about Irene's death, supposedly, and how he spiraled into addiction. And now she's back and he's like, oh, you know, excited and he can, you know, take care of her and then he's crushed into a million pieces. Yes. And (laughs) I, I have to say that the idea of him sending Watson off to work the case. Like, if you want to work it, go ahead. I'm going mm-hmm. to stay here and take care of Irene. That yeah. was just like, I mean, I. it's not something that you would normally associate with the character of Sherlock Holmes, but for this character, it was perfect. Yeah, and, and that's what I have to keep telling myself, you know, because I love Irene Adler as a character, and this idea that she's Moriarty is kind of cool because she's smart and she's the only person who can best Holmes and... Uh, it kind of takes the idea that they had in in the Sherlock series where, you know, she used love against him mm-hmm. to the nth degree on this one. Yeah. Uh, so I like it and I don't like it. So I'm just going to have to be like, well, for Johnny Lee Miller's Sherlock, this is perfect. It's the perfect uh, storyline arc. Yep. And especially since we've had him be so strong of like, you know, I'm going to get better. I'm going to, you know. I'm going to beat this. I'm not going to use drugs anymore. And then you take the one thing that would destroy him and give it to him, you know? Yeah. That, uh, the, the scene in the, um, in the safe house when he realizes that her birthmark is gone and just the way he sort of like fractures at that moment is just, yeah. uh, it was brilliant. And I think that's really cool, too, because it's another storyline we've been, we've been following with, with the Sherlock is him telling Watson over and over again, you know, you're going to see things differently. It's going to change the way you see people. It's going to affect how you see people. And it's going to be, you know, kind of bad in a sense. And, you know, this one little thing that he notices that if he would have been normal, he wouldn't have noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a while he didn't notice. But now that he does, it's like... Well, I don't know. It's, it was a good. It was a good story, you know, because it's it's all led up to this point. I yeah, think. and I mean, I think this is one of those things where even if you were, you know, quote unquote normal, um, mm-hmm. with the the setup behind it that they showed us, the idea of you know the lovers in, in bed learning each other, 
and this was a landmark on her body, which is something that people do. And sooner or later, you would have noticed that, hey, this is different. But he was was able to pick up on it sooner. Yeah, but putting it to why, why is that weird, you know? Mm -hmm. I think that's the, the main part is like, you know, it was like an instant, like, hey, that's gone. Oh, now I know why it's gone. It's because of is my bit of a that you got it taken care of. Oh, you weren't actually kidnapped. I think that's more of the mm-hmm. the curse of being Sherlock Holmes. Yep. So yeah, it it was it was a brilliantly done episode, and I love Natalie so much. I'm glad that they let her have her uh, British accent. Yes. Oh. It was beautiful. She's a great actress. If you haven't seen her, she's uh, on Tudors and a couple other shows. I, uh, she, I haven't she seen plays. that one, but I have seen Game of Thrones. Yeah, she's Game of Thrones. I always think of her as Tudors, though, because that's the first time I saw her. <laughs> she plays uh, Ember Lynn, so. <sighs> she's got that perfect, like, cute, sexy, but deadly kind of vibe to her acting. Yep. Yeah, that is, she is a great actress. And just has this quality that is, like you said, you know, beautiful but deadly. Mm-hmm. Y- you can look at me, but if you touch me, I'll break your hand. <laughs> You're just like, yep, I can believe it. Yeah. Uh, I like the idea that we had a, a bigger crime. This whole scheme that, that Irene's been working on is to do, like, this major political thing between Macedonia and Greece to keep the Greece out of the European Union. Macedonia. So yeah. Yeah, because Greece is already in there. <laughs> uh, but I really like that idea that it's a, a much bigger, grander scale crime, which would be something that Moriarty would definitely be doing. Yep. And the idea of, you know, betting against the currency and this and that. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that is awesome. Yeah. It, 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 gives, it gives much due to the original Moriarty character, who's kind of like this, this spider. He's always described as a spider with all these different webs of crime that lead to bigger picture kind of things. So I really like that part of it. And, of course, they had, like, three deaths. So <laughs> it was a much, much grander scale. Good, good for the finale. Yep. And, uh, and the way that it tied in with I – mean, there, there were callbacks to several previous episodes. We had mm-hmm. the, um, the one gentleman who was supposed to be a bodyguard but who had been paid off, and, oh, well, that's because up until a few weeks ago, the company was known as this, which ties back to the uh, the risk management company from, I think it was just two episodes ago, one or two. Right. And then there was the call out to the be in the box, and I was just like, yay, yay for series <laughs> continuity, yay for not letting things drop. Right, and well, and, and yay for making it worth something. Like, it's more than just that episode of the week. This is like, you know, it's always, it's how I feel at the end of every season of Doctor Who, where all the clues come together, and you're like, oh, that, that meant something. <laughs> like, it wasn't just a character that I just met. It was somebody that, that came back and had really big importance, and I, I love that. Yeah. I, I will I will not go off on a, on a 15-minute uh, monologue about why Wolf is amazing. <laughs> That's that's what made me fall in love with the show. Yep, but and I, I mean, I I love as much as the Sherlock and Irene interaction was absolutely brilliant. I I am so glad that Watson was such a, a huge part of this. I mean, this yeah, it really was like Watson's case. Yes, Sherlock came in at the end, but this was this was Watson being awesome on her own. Yeah, I, and I love that. I love 
I love that not only did she get to to be thrust into the case, um, but we also saw her character help Sherlock in a way that she hasn't been able to before, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and for very various points, I mean, she got to she got to be a doctor. She got to help the gunshot wound, and <laughs> she got to do all of these things. But you know, at the end, it was just it was like, oh, this is what makes the series amazing. This is why we love Joan. This is why this is a great finale. It all, all these arcs of the characters and things have been leading up to this, and I think that's what makes a good a good season finale. Yeah, and 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 now I'm just I I they ended on such a good note, such a such a, a high standard. I mm. I really hope that whatever they have in, in mind for the uh, season premiere, that they that they're able to keep it up for the next season. So, because this this last season was just it was good, really, really good. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know it's it's beautiful. It's beautifully done because there wasn't another cliffhanger at the end. Yes, um, it was more. You know, Sherlock and Joan have this moment with the bees, which is kind of where they started their friendship. And you know, here he is naming it after her, and which, it, that's what the show is all about. Which is yeah. it's about the friendship of of Sherlock and Joan. And by the way, the idea of naming something after someone i mean besides the oh i named a star after you which anybody can go on the internet and buy from like 17 different places but Mm -hmm. finding uh, having something so unique that they get to name it after somebody i think is one of the most amazing gifts that you can give someone i mean that's just i I, somewhere out there there's a cow that is named after me and it's not like even it's a, a new breed of cow it was just hey here's this cow that was born and we named it naomi Aww. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, and something that's so important to him too, you know, bees and discovering bees and rare bees. We've seen that all season. Um, and here he has the the opportunity to be egotistical and name it after himself, but he chooses to name it after Joan instead. I think that's really cool. Yep. And I another thing that I liked was the sheer amount of um, of the art evidence that we got and both from uh from irene with the idea of oh it couldn't be the sketches for this because of the ochre not being available with the turmeric and the war and back and forth and then joan with her assigned research and oh wait i remember reading about this color and this and that and i that that's just i don't know one of those weird subject branches that it's so cool when people throw that in there. Like, they don't do that enough. Right. Well, I, lo- I love the whole idea of her her working in art and stealing art and, um, you know, the kind of, before you know that she's really evil, the kind of beautiful, like, I'm saving it from people, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, that was a, a cool uh, part of her character and, and gave um, Sherlock a way to, to love her for more than just her beauty. Yeah, and it definitely was a twist on the idea of, you know, what what puts her on the criminal side of things? I mean, I mm-hmm. I don't really consider in the original story of what Irene did as really criminal, but at that point in time, it was seen as something that was slightly you know it was taboo. You didn't do those sort of things. Right. Um. So this was this was you know, a nice departure from the idea of it being about sex but as the idea of art. And mm-hmm. it's still, you know, a gray area where I'm doing it for good reasons. Right. 
So it, yeah, it was funny because it was like a it was like a, a clue. Hey, this girl is actually bad and kind of an adorable thing too. So it's like, well, she's not that bad. So it lulls you kind of into this this sense of of loving her like Sherlock did. And the whole back the flashbacks were really well done. I thought because usually when you get a ton of flash flashbacks, you're like, okay, I get it. <laughs> Tell him what's going on now. But this one was was really artfully done. I thought with the whole you know getting her to to be with them and getting her to stay with them and. Yeah, I thought that was really, I, really well done. For, for anyone who uh, has heard me rant against flashbacks on the Investigating Mars podcast, I actually liked the flashbacks in this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's people know they're like, oh, flashbacks. Naomi hates flashbacks. I liked these flashbacks. They were okay. Uh, I will say my one complaint with this was uh, Irene slash Moriarty's outfit when she says, "Yeah, Moriarty." Did you see that jacket? I weird. I saw thing. that jacket and I started <laughs> drooling over that jacket and I want that jacket. Oh, it looks so weird. <laughs> Maybe if it wasn't for the black parts, like the black on the sleeves, like just these little triangles and if if they had been a hunter green, that would have been better. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I liked it. <laughs> I just I just thought that she looked like she was part of the SS. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, visual cues, so that way we know that she's bad now. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I did like that whole, that. I mean, we can gush again about Johnny Lee Miller's acting, but I love that whole scene with her and him when she says that, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm already done. And, and the idea that, well, I let you live because I realized that you weren't a challenge to me. And mm-hmm. that was, like, the biggest insult that she could have ever given him. Yeah. Look, I thought you were challenging, but then I met you and I realized you weren't, and you weren't a threat. Right. So I decided to crush your heart into a million pieces instead. <laughs> well, well, you do what you got to do. I mean, uh, there there was one point where where they were sitting in the hospital room and she talked about the fact that I just made billions of dollars off of this, and I was, all I could think of was like. Man, I need to become a criminal mastermind for just like, (laughs) just a little bit. And then I could retire and have the money to go through and do the rest of the stuff. And (laughs) there's a great Sherlock Holmes quote where he goes, It's fortunate for the world that I'm not a criminal. And I often say that to people. It's fortunate for the world that I'm not a criminal. (laughs) Well, it's fortunate for me that I'm not a criminal. (laughs) Not fortunate for my paycheck, but fortunate for me. Yes. For the world. (laughs) Yes, the money's. We are severely lacking. Especially when we moved to Iowa and people were very, very, very trusting and, like, leave their purse open with their wallet and all of that and go, like, five rows down in the Walmart. It's just like, you don't do this. What no. are you doing? <laughs> no. Like, oh, man. You're glad that I'm from East L.A., but don't act like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, money, money stays close to you. And anything beyond, like, $50 doesn't stay in your wallet. It gets tucked into your bra. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, I will go back to Watson was fantastic in this episode. I like the idea of her Watson. I think her and the, you know, the current Sherlock Watson are the closest to what Watson was in the original stories, which is a helper more and a partner rather than, mm-hmm. oh, you're so smart. Fantastic. Great job being smart, you know. <laughs> Which a lot of the Watsons are just like I'm here. I'm along to tell Holmes how brilliant he is. Yep, the, that's Jack, the fangirl Watson. Yeah, the fangirl. 
And, you know, it, it can get that way in the stories where you're reading through the original stories with through the pages and every once in a while you're like, oh, wow, Watson, get a room. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Jack is very opinionated about this episode. He is. He, he enjoyed it. I think I think it was the discussion about the jacket where he really came in. So he wants yeah, his opinion known. He wants his opinion. Well, he likes the colors, so <laughs> they they would match him very well. Uh, yeah, I also like the idea that that Irene is in love with Helms. That's really the deal. Mm-hmm. And I like that Joan found that. You know, yeah, it was it was Watson who figured it out. Mm-hmm. It was, that's awesome, Yay, Watson. But and the. Um, the moment where Sherlock uh, confides the fact that you know, I had the opportunity to to steal some Vicodin, but I didn't mm-hmm. because of you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, that is that is another awesome moment. Where it's like, there you go. And it's not romantic. It's not, mm-hmm. but it is just that awesome friendship. And you do things because you don't want your friends to be disappointed in you, or you do things because you want those friends to think better of you. And right. it doesn't happen. Yeah. I just... I mean, if you look back at, you know, what were the original qualms about the show? That it was going to be a will-they-won't-they they nonsense, you know? And they have done a fantastic job of keeping Watson and Holmes out of the sex area and into the very deep friendship area, to the point where... Watson makes Holmes want to be a better person, and he ch- he's changed himself for her, and I think that's brilliant. Because, mm-hmm. you know, and we've said this before, there's not a lot of male-female relationships on TV that aren't, uh, at one point we slept together, or at one point we will sleep together. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I enjoy that. I'm very happy for that. Because if it becomes a willy they won't they I would probably throw up. <laughs> We, we would stop the podcast. I'm sorry. Yeah, that, this isn't working for me. <laughs> we need to see other TV shows. <laughs> I'll go watch Jeopardy instead. Yeah. Um, and so the question is, do you think Moriarty is caught for her reels and she won't come back? Um, well, I think that the idea of her being caught for reels, um, mm-hmm. yeah, she's going to be doing jail time. But is that the end of her empire? No. You think she'll be running I, it from, I, from I jail? I think that, that we, there's a chance that we could see her again as the idea of, of someone is getting information from her or help from her or something from jail. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 she's such a great character. It'd be really a shame to, to lose her forever. And I know, like we said, Natalie's busy with Game of Thrones and things like that, but... She needs to come back. Yeah, but <laughs> I can see I can see a good episode of them visiting her in jail, trying to get information out of her because of something that's tied to her organization. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, I I don't want her to become sort of overused. I mean, mm-hmm. this season it was the, the the Moriarty was the arc. Yeah. And I I it would be nice if she wasn't such a huge part of the next season. Yeah, I don't think she'll be a huge part. I think it'll be more of a let's revisit her character because she's so cool. <laughs> maybe like a one or maybe two episodes of Max kind of thing. Yeah. I'm, I don't know what the next the next arc is going to be, though, because... Honestly, I'd rather have, oh, what was his, what was his name? Adam, the, the creepy... Oh, Adam come back? The, the kidnapper killer. Yeah. He was scary. Yeah. And it would be cool to see him come back. 
Yeah, maybe he could come back because, you know, he got time off for good behavior or something like that, or work release, you know, something weird happened, and he was just super charming and got his way out of things. Yeah. So that seems like something he could do. Yeah, so I, I, I mean, there's, there is, I mean, if, if you talk to most people about Sherlock, they know Sherlock and they know Moriarty. So that is, mm-hmm. like, the villain that people know. But there were so many others. It's really hard, and I said this about about the Sherlock, too. It's like, Moriarty is the ultimate villain. He's the person that can keep up with Sherlock. He's the person that can best him. Uh, And when you use him so early on in the series, it's like, well, now what do we do? (laughs) Yep. But I think the show will be fine, because we've seen quite a few very smart, intelligent criminals in different ways, I think. Like Adam. Adam is more like the manipulative weirdo Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then we you know we had the serial killer who was super smart so i think i think we'll be okay yeah or maybe hey somebody wants to be the next moriarty because there's a vacuum (laughs) who knows yeah uh but all in all good episode really great way to close out the season i really enjoyed it yeah and i like that they did it without a cliffhanger too just in case they got canceled you know yeah i mean it's it's one of those things where it's nice to see it as sort of a contained finished picture Mm -hmm. this was season one ta-da in its entirety um that that is nice and if there's more that's great and if not you know it's a good season on its own and i hopefully that brings more people in to watch it if they you know grab the dvd or something like that yeah and they don't feel left out or if they start in season two they don't feel left out like they missed a ton Mm -hmm. because whenever you start with a cliffhanger like i was watching um Downton Abbey with my mom, and I didn't realize that she was on, like, season two or something like that. And I'm like, what is going on? (laughs) (laughs) Who are these people? What are we doing? (laughs) That was, um, I know at one point, uh, while uh, Battlestar Galactica was Mm -hmm. in its original run, I was trying to to get into it. And, like, I think this was probably, I don't know, somewhere along the line, season two or three, they did, before the the premiere, the season premiere, they did a recap episode to get you caught up. Oh, nice. And so I was watching that, and even with watching that, I was still just so confused about everything, and yeah. I couldn't figure it out. I was like, yeah. okay, never mind, I won't watch this. Or with Lost, I heard about it, I was like, oh, maybe I'll watch it, and then people started talking about how amazing it was, and you had to watch it, and mm-hmm. by that time I was seven episodes in, and I couldn't catch up and I was just like no yeah or it's like me when you're sitting there with a bunch of lost fans and you're like I haven't seen this season yet and they're like oh so and so dies you're like it just said (laughs) that I I have seen (laughs) yeah Uh, and it was my favorite character too I was like ah (laughs) but yeah um yeah do you have any last last thoughts about about the finale last last thoughts um well, the like the one thing that I was a little bit unclear about mm-hmm. was um, at towards the end when they set up when they start the setup for the the quote unquote overdose. Right. We know that the captain was in on it, but right. was Bell was that an act or did he truly not know what was going on? Because if he think- if he was duped into that, I feel sort of bad for him. I don't think he did. So that's, okay, so that's my, my thing. Like, poor yeah. Belle. I like Belle. Belle is awesome. <laughs> Belle is awesome. I wish he had more, like, we had that one episode where he, there was a lot of him, but. Yeah. Uh, 
that's been about it this season. So I hope we I hope we get some more Bell. More Bell in season two. Mm-hmm. Yay. More Bell in season two and uh more of the turtle. Yes, the turtle. <laughs> the character oh. that really needs to come back. The turtle. Yes. He came back once and that was it. So I want more. Alright, well I think that's it from us. We'll join you next time for season two. Yay! Bye everybody. Bye. Grr. Gah. Yay, me.